They told me what you doing I said what I'm about to do is turn the fuck up Hi, this is Penny Kim, and you're listening to Dark Matt Podcast. Hey guys, this is Selena de la Venga, from Promociones Dorado and MLW. You're listening to Dark Match Podcast. You are currently listening to the Dark Match Podcast, but more importantly, you're listening to the voice of the first and only ever two-time Rookie of the Year, Jackson Argos. What the fuck? Like, what is wrong with you? Nineteen years they've been doing this tournament, and every single year there's some shock, there's some awe, there's some overall just even the depressing moments, the sad moments. But I have to be honest, I'm rejoicing with one of the big moments. Obviously, we want to welcome everyone back for another week, but we're here to talk one thing and one thing alone, and that, of course, is IWC Super Indie. You really enjoyed my play-by-plays because oh, I, I really appreciate it. While I was, it, I was having a, f- a very nice moment on Saturday. Well, well, besides the fact, well, Amy was kind of passing out. That, yeah, uh, we were in the middle of the third Rocky movie. Oh God! Yeah, I, you don't need to say anymore. Uh, I know how you get she, when you watch Rocky. She she has fin- she has decided to watch these with me. So when we get to Rocky Four here, she has to be wide awake. Okay, because Rocky Four is the best one. Yes, I, um, I would have to agree. Yes, but as I, as I'm watching this, and she's kind of like passed out because she was on call from three to seven a.m. Oh Jesus! So she was like napping. Yeah. That I'm getting this play by pay, play from you. It was like it was great, but I'm like, as you're telling me this, like the first one you told me, I'm like, wait, no what? Shit. Yeah. I think like the first one I sent you was like fifteen like M's in the word um, and then yeah. like fifteen more dots, and I'm just like, patch lost. Yeah, I almost crap my, you know, crap my. Pants. I, I did not see that coming. I, I thought I he would have either. I, I thought he would have at least gotten out of the first round. Now, obviously, he had a tough hey, task. I told, hey, I told you, I thought he'd get to the final. I, I thought he'd get to the final too. If not, I thought he would at least get to the semifinals. But it, it was a stacked competition this year. Everyone had a chance. So your prediction last week. Oh, Boy, man. were you off, man! Was <laughs> they didn't even get out of the first ne- round. Neither of my neither of my None titles of got out of the first. None round. of them, and uh, I feel bad because the the names that we kind of threw out weren't uh, we're, we're not doing anybody justice here. So obviously, congratulations to everyone that competed. But uh, the shock and awe is not just how Johnny Patch didn't get out of the first round. That we didn't see, but. It was a hell of a match with Sam Adonis. It, my favorite was, and granted, the circumstances that led to that uh, weren't exactly how we wanted it to be, but Atticus obviously had to withdraw from the competition. And then they make the announcement who his replacement's going to be, and it's none other than former Super Indie champion and former Super Indie tournament winner. And former IWC tag team champ. Exactly. Yeah, you're you're beating me to the punch here, and that's Josh Alexander of the North, and he goes up against Ace Austin. Like this, it, it was a perfect opportunity. And what sucks for me is we we didn't have tickets. Obviously, when they announced the date, my wife was going to be out of town, so I was like, okay, well, I can't pack up four kids, drive to Pittsburgh to watch <laughs> wrestling. Granted, I probably if given the opportunity, I would have. No, you wouldn't. I uh, I would have considered it. I would have considered it. I would have weighed my options. But four kids and only you. <laughs> I I would have probably only taken three. I, I would have only took the older three. Nora would have continuously asked me over and over again, Are like, when yet? is this going to be over? Uh-oh. When is this going to be over? Yeah, I I dread her first date for a, like a guy. Now, granted, if he even gets off the front porch. First and foremost. No, see, first you need to get a new house with a nice front porch with a rocking chair, and yes. then you need to get the shotgun. And just clean it. Yeah. Uh, I oh, actually, dude, I totally do. I'm, I'm doing that. I was cleaning when my uh, sister's husband came over, and this was when they first started dating. 
my dad and I were sitting on the front porch cleaning guns. So <laughs> it, it worked out perfect. It didn't scare him away, obviously, so we didn't try it hard enough. Yeah, but, but did he really look like a guy that really needed that? <laughs> no, he really didn't. Like, granted, like I, I'm much bigger than my dad now, so like he, he's not as terrifying as he was now? back in the day. Now? Now? What? He? he no. God, no. All I got to do, if, if yeah, we, we that's a conversation for a different podcast. But uh, this isn't this isn't therapy. We, I'm not sitting back. You're not Sigmund Freud. So Freud, yeah. Freud, Freud. <laughs> Bill and Ted reference for you right there. So but, great. But you you had Ace Austin and you had Josh Alexander in the first round. If that's not a reason to make the drive, but it, it was a hell of an event. Plenty to talk about, but. Before we kind of dive in, we, we do have some very exciting guests today. We wanted to bring on some individuals first and foremost and just kind of discuss Super Indie as a whole. So before we kind of dive into the whole tournament, obviously we want to talk about number one shock. So let's get right to it right now with our guest that is our former IWC Super Indie champion. That, of course, being Johnny Patch. Out of everything, I think the biggest, like I even mentioned previously, I had sent my co-host like one of the longest texts of just one word. I've probably sent him in the very, in a very, very long time. It was just an um with like 15 to 16 M's in it. And then it followed <laughs> up with patch is out. And pretty much when you said um with 18 to 27 m's well it kind of i i was just waiting i'm like no yeah like no yeah i'm like watching it like and like granted like i looked away for a, a few like for a few seconds then i like opened back up the phone i'm like wait what i'm like no 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 it was like i was in denial it was like i'm sorry to to reference this but it was like the 2016 world series and yeah i'm sorry i had to bring it up i'm sorry like rain <laughs> delay rain delay no rain delay we would have won the game i'm still gonna say it and i'm, I'm gonna we're not arguing this we're, we're not arguing it at all but obviously we do want to get your thoughts if you're comfortable with sharing right now yep. it was a hell Absolutely. of a it was a hell of a run first and foremost Thank you. hell of a run and you had some big competition along the way, and you had a hell of a mountain to climb at first as well. We're taking out Josh Alexander, who then returned to the tournament again this year. But oh yeah, that had me shook. So and I, when that was announced earlier in the day, obviously we didn't record it, so it kind of goes back to the age-old tale with uh with my uh, co-host here. No picture never happened, but. If it's not recorded, you never said it or you never thought it. So the <laughs> yep. second that they announced that Atticus was replacing, uh, was being replaced by Josh Alexander, I was convinced that the final was going to be Patch and Alexander. I, oh, man. I, I just had a feeling that that was going to be it. I don't know. Granted, I, I wasn't looking at the bracket, so I was like, could this even happen? I don't know. But... I was convinced that that was going to be potentially the final, and then I look at my phone and I'm in utter shock. So, how are you feeling? It's a couple days after the tournament right now. Uh, kind of share your thoughts overall. Uh, definitely uh, still a little sore. I uh, I went in as prepared as I could have been, but Sam Adonis is definitely a lot better of a wrestler than I than I formerly like thought. He uh, he taught me uh, quite a few valuable lessons. The worst part about this whole thing, like, it's wrestling. I knew eventually somebody was going to beat me, but, like, I didn't. Super Indy, I knew there was a chance, and it could happen. Like, whenever I vacated that title and I handed it over to Justin Plummer, I remember just getting chills down my spine. It's like, if I do not perform where i need to be i will not be leaving this uh baseball field with that title tonight and whenever oh man i remember potter's hand just coming down for that third strike and it's just it was like a gunshot going across the the arena and it's just 
sunk into my body and sunk into my brain. It was, that's it. 344 days, that's it. That is done. But I was on top of the mountain. Now I got to climb back up top. Now I got to scratch, claw, fight, do anything and everything that I can to get back up there. I thought it was about a year. It, it was about a year because if you you think about it, obviously uh, Super Indie does take part typically well, yeah. l- like mid-summer, but they had to push it. Well, now yeah. it's September. No, I know. So, yeah, it, it, it's almost been about a year that he's held the title. Yeah. Yep, yeah. 344 it, days. It, it, it's been a, a hell of a run. And granted, the, the gasp just in my basement uh, didn't match the gasps inside of the arena that night. Obviously, there were some fans, let, let's face it, uh, you posted, I, I will give you credit, even some people that, whether they're joking or not, uh, they are holding up signs to to pretty much say, like, anybody but Patch, show Patch is the worst. Like, you play into it, which is good, but... I mean, you, you can't deny 344 days as Super Indie <laughs> Champion. It doesn't seem like you're really the worst. You just weren't, and no disrespect, but you just weren't the best that night. But Oh, yeah, absolutely. I agree with you 100%. But something I always look at, if you're not making enemies along the way, you're not doing something right. If uh, I always think I would always rather people either love me or hate me never just eh. i would much rather have emotions towards me whether it be good or bad opposed to just like what about patch yeah all right i don't i don't really care and that's uh that's what like i'm striving away from i much rather get i would prefer negative feedback over no feedback if that makes sense yeah you'd rather be the person that's like oh my god like i I just want him to lose as opposed to Oh, I didn't watch his match. I was in the bathroom, like type yep. of situation. You don't, you don't want to be the bathroom break wrestler. I guess you could truly say. Yeah, that's a uh, the concession stand wrestler. Yes, yes. So, and for 344 days, you, you put on some pretty spectacular moments. You, you've had some pretty awesome bouts along the way. I mean, Thank one you. of my favorites, first and foremost, that I would have loved to have seen again. And who knows? Maybe we'll see it again down the road. I'd love to see you and Grisham again. I think, oh, God. I I think <laughs> we need a rematch of that. Even if the title's not involved, get would, let's get Patch and that. Grisham again. That that was one of my favorite matches so far. I think that that's, that's one of the top contenders for match of the year at this point. So, oh, granted, you. we haven't had a lot of matches to truly go on. Let, let's be honest. <laughs> uh, the, the card hasn't really been stacked... Uh, with competition, there's been some great matches, but I would say that if it was to come out tomorrow with the ballad, Grisham Patch would be in top contention for match of the year right now for oh, yeah. 2020. <laughs> it, so, I was, uh, I remember thinking like after I had that match, and this is before like the world just like started burning and like falling apart. I remember I had that match, and I'm and like, wow, that was, is. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, that was like probably the best match i've ever had and uh iwc instagram put up the like uh match of the year contender and i'm like okay so i weaseled my way into a lucky upset winning the super indie title a year and a half just over a year into this business and then i'm like weasel my way and just blow people's minds with a possible match of the year in the freaking first show of the year in 2020 and as of right now that's my vote but i'm a little biased because it's me but uh that's definitely my vote if uh if i had another vote uh lee and alexander from super indie was uh an amazing match oh man that well uh, i i didn't want to take anything away from that match either that match was spectacular (laughs) as well oh yeah but, that, that's that's going to win match of the year, but I, I would like to think I'm like a close second. Well, you're absolutely biased, and there were a lot of great matches at, at Super Indie, not taking anything away from any of the other competitors. but Oh, yeah, absolutely. That entire card, that tournament, even the all-star get-together 10-man tag was amazing. Oh, absolutely. 
So, and, and anyone that hasn't watched it yet, iwcwrestling.com. Don't listen to 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 Palace. Let, let's I'm, let's be I'm honest. I'm hoping he knows by now. He, I hope he does. We've referenced it enough. Like, don't go to iwc.com. You're just going to get sad. Go to iwcwrestling.com, and, and that's where you can watch. And you can there subscribe you to the network, and uh, you can catch Super Indie in 4K, mind you. Fantastic. Ooh, yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Absolutely. Under highly recommend. Lights. Under the lights. In if, if you've been wanting to experience like a baseball feel and like with live crowd wrestling, Super Indie is where it's at. But uh, there's a lot of things to come. Obviously, this weekend, we... we we would be remiss if we didn't say that this has match of the year contention in in close grab. You have Spencer Slade. There, there's been a lot of personal strikes, kind of back and forth, and it's gotten oh yeah, it's gotten pretty heated. So this match absolutely has an opportunity to be match of the year as well, and that's at feature presentation. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet, so what's next for Johnny Patch and? I, it, th- there's plenty of ways that you can go. You can potentially be that fourth member <laughs> of Team Big League. You could be oh, private. God. You could be private. <laughs> yeah, get out of here! In, I, in I, I do not want anything remotely. I no, I'm good. The well, only thing I want in Team Big League is a one-on-one with Big League himself, John McChesney. That's the only thing about Team Big League I'd want to get involved with. Well, that, speak it into existence, my friend. Speak it in, Plumber. <laughs> if you're listening, let's make it happen. But Johnny, we're excited to see what the rest of 2020 has for you. It's an unfortunate loss for you, but obviously the sky's the limit for you. We've seen it. All we have to do is look up, and we'll see Johnny Patch. So, best of luck to you. Obviously, this coming Saturday, and we're excited to see what's to come. Thank you guys so much. It's always uh, it's always fun talking to you guys, and I'll take time out of my day, any day of the week, twice on Sundays if you need be. I love chit-chatting with you. We had the upset in round one. We see Johnny Patch going out of the tournament, Sam Adonis advancing to the second round. We had the matchup between Lee Moriarty and Zach Nystrom. We see Lee Moriarty advancing from there. Then we had Ace Austin. Versus Josh Alexander, former not only Super Indie champion, but also former winner of the tournament. Mm-hmm. We see Josh Alexander advance from there. Then we had the later winner of the tournament, Brian Pillman Jr., taking on Facade, advances from there. Then we go into round number two. We got Brian Pillman Jr., and we have him taking on none other than Sam Adonis. Sam Adonis. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you. I'm I'm like looking at the bracket in my head. I'm like, wait, why am I blanking on this? Maybe we should like get like a whiteboard over here or something. What so. happened to our dry erase board of <laughs> I, notes? I don't know where anything is in this goddamn house. My son runs off with everything. I thought that's I can't why there t- were locks. On I the cannot drawers. tell you how many freaking times we wake up in the morning. I don't know where he finds them. I don't know where they come from. I don't know where he 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 he, he obviously he's like stashing them away. But I'm woken up at some point in the evening, and my wife just goes, here's a Sharpie again. Like, it's his new favorite toy. I don't know where we are getting these Sharpies, but that's a story for a different day. But Sam Adonis, don't look at me like I'm the one that leads him out. Don't look at her. No. She's the one that supplied the fucking Sharpies. Stop looking at her. You then, know she's like going, she's like passing out on the couch, and you're yelling at her. Now she's ready to throw a shoe. Yes, probably. Then we had Lee Moriarty. Versus Josh Alexander, which obviously match of the year contender. Lee walks away with the victory. Brian Pillman takes out Sam Adonis. Then we have the finals, and we have Lee Moriarty versus Brian Pillman Jr. Fantastic match. Unfortunately, I would have liked to have seen Lee at 100%, but the winner of the tournament we have on the line right now, we have none other than Brian Pillman Jr. (laughs) I truly feel like this was one of the most anticipated matches, obviously, from when he was announced that he was going to be essentially a contracted wrestler for IWC uh, several months back. And leading up into the final round of the tournament, that there was a lot of anticipation for this match. You have Lee Moriarty, and you have Brian Pillman Jr. for the 
IWC Super Indy Championship in a hell of a match. And even before that, Lee Alexander, absolute barn burner of a match as well. And you're going into the finals, and lo and behold, you have the new IWC Super Indy Champion. Congratulations. Going out to our guest at this time, none other than Brian Pillman Jr. First and foremost, how are you feeling after this tournament? Uh, you know, it was it was a great tournament. It is a it is a format that I'm no stranger to at all. Uh, I have a lot of tournament experience. Uh, I made it to the finals of the ECWA Super Eight tournament. Uh, made it to the finals of the MLW Opera Cup tournament. And so, you know, I, ha- I have some experience here. You know, I've wrestled a lot of high level uh, athletes, and it, you know. It just came down to a scenario where I was at the top of my game during a time where maybe a lot of people might have not been at the top of their game. You know, it was just came down to timing, and uh, and I came through. I was in very good shape. Uh, my cardio was the best it's ever been, and uh, working with a lot of young, innovative guys. But uh, you know, unfortunately for Lee Moriarty, he came into the finals with a with an injured neck, and and, and if if, you, if you're already at a disadvantage there, and I've got the size advantage on you too. And, you know, I've got the athleticism and, and the conditioning and the cardio that I have. Uh, it's really hard to withstand, you know, what I'm bringing. So it was a great tournament. I really, really came into my own there. Uh, it was by far one of the best ones we've seen in a very long time. And every single match delivered that night, even outside of the tournament as well. And we obviously discussed that with some of our other guests as well. But uh, you walk out as the tournament winner and the new IWC champion, uh, IWC Super Indie Champion, that is. Uh, not taking anything away from the current champion who's on his way to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania right now. But what does this championship mean to you? Because obviously the the big talk was uh, the final moments. You're handed the championship. You point to the sky. What did this What did this win mean for you? Uh, well, you know, it's one of those things where, it, 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 again, it has come full circle since the beginning of my career. IWC was one of the first indies I actually visited. It was the first indie actually show that I went to in my adult life post, you know, deciding to become a wrestler. It was one of the first places I sort of investigated. I had heard uh, there was going to be a big show up there with, you know, a couple of the Hardy Boys on it, and and, and everybody like right back on the show. You know, a lot of uh, there was like a a period of time where some people had been released and there was some, some crossover through the Indies and stuff. And I went up there and, uh, just met some people and networked and, uh, met with some kids that had gone to, uh, the storm wrestling Academy, you know, up in Calgary, you know? So, uh, that kind of set me on the right path, you know? So it all came full circle that here I am now, you know, in my fullest capacity, you know, operating at a high level on, on several different, uh, television networks, and then you got me at the top of my game, and of, of course I would come in and win the tournament uh, in a strong way. <clears throat> well, you've definitely come a long way just from the first time you were even on our show. I mean, we had you, uh, you were one of our very first guests way back when. You were not on the show, by the way. Yeah, now, You're looking at me like, wait, we've had... No, I know, I was trying to go back and be like, no, yeah, it... no, that was a... Yeah, I was not here yet. No, 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 that that was BD. 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 B- yeah. Before Dave, yes. Got it. So, but even at that time, you were just kind of hitting your stride in MLW, and here you are. Uh, you're essentially a household name. You're you're appearing almost every single week now on AEW, AEW Dark as well. If they haven't caught you on MLW as well, they can go back through the archives, find you on there, and multiple other promotions between there and now uh, the. IWC Super Indie Champion, so I have absolutely just the, in just these. I'm trying to think, how long have you been on the show? It's been over a year and a half now. It oh, or about a year and a half now. About a year and a half now. He was on. It, it's been about two. Yeah, years. about two so, years. Yeah, yeah. It's been about two years. Unfortunately, after we had him on, there was a little bit of an injury, but uh, we did meet him in person. Kind of a, a very uh, sad moment for me was called out in the in front of the entire crowd for being allergic to a particular animal and then uh, his tag team partner yes. yelling out to the entire uh, the entire arena this guy's allergic to pussy 
Um, so that was a fun moment. Oh, yeah, the same night I almost got hit with a chair. Yes, yes, exactly. So that was at uh, Real Shoot Wrestling. If if uh, Brian needs a refresher, it's Real Shoot Wrestling at uh, Mulberry's. Uh, I believe it was the... What did they call that tournament? The Battle of Cleveland? Ba- Battle of Cleveland. Battle of Cleveland, to, to uh, which um, Chase Winters ended up winning it, yeah. against Effie. But I got called out by not only... Uh, by Brian Pillman Jr., but also uh, Teddy Hart for being allergic to cats is the best way to put it. So it, it, it's it's been a long time coming here. So uh, what can we expect next? Obviously, we're, we're going to see you in, back in IWC a lot more, but what can we expect going into the later parts of 2020 for uh, – And granted, your hair is spectacular, and I wish I could grow hair just like that, by the way. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, as you know, 2020 is the one of the most unexpected times. You know, there, you know, it could have been anybody that kind of hit this stride at this time, and and I just decided to to pump the gas and and and, and not hold back and chase every opportunity I can right now uh, to stay on top of my game. So, you know, the sky's the limit right now for anybody that's willing to go out there and and and, and risk it to just get ahead and and get started back in the business and, and get in the place on these shows and, and on these and on these different cards you know the bookings with AEW were an absolute blessing you know they didn't have to do that for me but it just so happened that it was a time where they were you know using some different guys and i wanted to be one of those guys that wanted to be used and i chased an opportunity and and you got to survive you know the pandemic might present new opportunities for people that are willing to get out there but the future is still very uncertain because we don't know how things will change if they'll continue to get better it looks like they're getting better it looks like the indies are coming back you know AEW's not the only place running shows with fans a lot of people are having fans so um, it's starting to all really come full circle again i think yeah and knock on wood that everything returns to thank you thank you i, I don't know why i just didn't do it myself but Hopefully we're back to to live crowds, and I mean, granted, if we have to social distance, if we have to wear masks, I mean, it's the price we pay for for live entertainment. So, obviously, we, we do want to congratulate you on a victory. Best of luck to you in the future as well. And we look forward to uh, what's to come, and obviously, there, there's plenty of platforms that we can follow along as well. Now, outside of the tournament. Fantastic matches overall. I mean, kudos going out to the women's championship match. We're still fighting for more women's matches. I think there needs to be more than just a women's championship match. Let's get more women into the IWC. Let's get some more women's matches. Let's get it going here. Yes, sir. Yes, we've been saying it for months and months and months, but congratulations going out. Retaining her championship once again, we have Raylan. Walking away as the IWC. Who's going to step up and beat her? I don't know at this point. I don't know. Katie can can come on back, step on up, but uh, someone does. Someone needs to step up, give some competition here. Uh, We we need a a contender for women's match of the year. Uh, We we need that to be contender for match of the year. So I'm 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 calling it out right now. Who who can step up to Raylin right now? I want to see it. So we want to see more women's matches as well. We had the 10-man tag, and obviously walking away with the victory, the good guys. But before that, we had Jock Sampson, who said, I'm not fighting. I don't want to. Walks away from it, and there go. He comes out later on in the evening. Demands into the IWC heavyweight championship match between Jimmy Vegas and Jack Pollock. Jimmy Vegas takes offense to it, makes it an elimination match, no disqualification, and ergo eliminates Jimmy Vegas, first one out of the match. Then he pins Jack Pollock to become the new IWC Heavyweight Championship. Finally, Jock for the gold, my friend. The king of the one-night stand rules IWC. And... What better way to discuss his victory than with the man himself?
So we've been talking about shocks, and go figure, we have someone on the line right now who, his name just rhymes with shock, and it's no shock when the match was officially made who was going to walk out. Let's be honest, we've been calling it for a while, we even started the hashtag for this individual to get the gold. He got his opportunity on Saturday, came out, and he delivered, and now... IWC is in a little bit of trouble. Let's face it. It yeah, is in man. a lot of trouble. He is right now. He's probably in Harrisburg right now, but it, and there's no other way to, to find out other than just having him on the line first and foremost. So we have the new, the new IWC heavyweight champion, the king of the one night stand mount up. Cause we have Jock Sampson on the line at this time. How you doing? First and foremost. Well, buddy, I've been on a four-day bender. You know, I just decided to sit down here and have about 16 cold beers. I'm watching my Cincinnati Reds beat the Pirates one to nothing. The steak is wonderful. The beer is wonderful. The women have been greasy just like I like them. And I'm going to tell you, if you would have stuck around Washington Wild Things ballpark the other night, you would have saw Jock Sampson bring women back to professional wrestling. I'm not talking about fives. I'm not talking about a doll three. I'm talking about nines and tens. Ric Flair would have came in there and said, what's causing all this? And it's the greatest wrestler of all time, the IWC champion, Jock Sampson. Well, and we congratulate you, finally, the IWC heavyweight champion. And you, uh, there's a lot of people that are coming out saying, hey, you interfered. Hey, you cheated. Uh, apparently, those individuals didn't see the last time you fought for the IWC Heavyweight Championship. First and foremost, if they want to talk about cheating and weaseling out a victory through cheating. And uh, I mean, we, we could go on and on, but you, you've made some very controversial statements. Uh, you want to shut down IWC overall. So... Kind of give us a little bit of an update where we're standing with this and, and heading up to Harrisburg to the Capitol and seeing Jesus himself, amen, to uh, shut down IWC once and for all. Well, as everyone knows, you know, I went last Saturday night there at Washington Wild Things Park and, and I wasn't going to meet him because I figured, hey, I've been trying to be, become the IWC champion for like six or seven years when IWC brought me in. You could obviously tell they didn't want me there. They just said, hey, here you go. There's a warm body. Go out there, wrestle some guys, some Russian guys, uh, some guy who's a stupid bowler. Uh, wrestle all these idiots. And uh, they had no plans. They had no aspirations for Jock Sampson. So I figured this week I deserve to celebrate and have a good time. Now, on that side, you know, those six years have, have, have been up in my head, and I've been getting aggravated. I've been getting mad about the way IWC does business. They would rather cater to a bunch of people who want to get online and criticize, cry, whine, do whatever. Like, you, you got a bunch of people that's never professionally wrestled in their entire life, but yet they're an expert. And that's Western Pennsylvania in general. But mainly IWC, they bring those type of people in who... Not all of them, because there's a lot of people that actually appreciate what Jock Sampson does, and I, and I appreciate them. You know, it, it, I think everyone who's a Jock Sampson fan should go to my store and buy a T-shirt from me, Amen. because I do have because I do have an alcohol problem that I've got to substantiate. You know, I've got a strip club issue in my in my heart that I've got to you know work on. So I need everyone out there to go buy a Jock Sampson T-shirt and show everybody who hates Jock Sampson why you're better than they are and why they're wrong. Because what I'm trying to do is right. I'm trying to shut down IWC. I'm trying to shut down that style of wrestling. It had a good run. It's been 17 years. Justin Plummer only wants to cater to his friends. If it was up to him, he'd be he'd be uh, having Wardlow there as the IWC champion forever, even though he's up there being, a, being an asshole on TV. And you could obviously, you know, that's the kind of people Justin Plummer runs around with. Look look what Wardlow is doing on, on national television, showing his true colors by hanging out with MJF. But this is Justin Plummer's kind of people. Jack Pollock used to be a despicable son of a bitch, but now they're friends. And then guys like Andrew Palace, who, who thinks every day is, uh, uh, you know, the 100-meter finals for the Olympics, you know, why all I've been out there, well, I've, all I've been out there doing is grinding and beating people's ass and telling people that I'm going to beat their ass, and I do it. So this Saturday, I'm getting in my pickup truck with the, with the dime piece, actually. She's going with me. She's just going to be there because we're, we're just friends, of course, you know. Me and her's getting a hotel room because we're just friends. Right, right. Sounds reasonable. You know, just 
Yeah, well, you know, she listens. It's a long drive. To, you know, it's save, a long drive. You know, it's money. nice to have someone to talk to. Save money, yeah. And yeah. we're gonna get it, and we're gonna go up. Um, I've got a, I've got a, tu- I've got a tuxedo because if you're gonna go meet the governor, you better look good. And I'm gonna hand the belt over to him, and I'm gonna say, "Here you go, sir. Please shut down IWC for good." Done. Well, I'm Thanos. Snap of fingers, my friend. Now, snap I, the fingers. I, I have a question about the tuxedo first and foremost. Are you going Ricky Vaughn style, no sleeves? No, I wish I could go Ricky Vaughn, but you know the governor is a man of integrity. And I wouldn't want to offend him in his own house, so I'm going to have sleeves. I'm maybe going to have, like, pants. You know, I uh, went and got some dress shoes. Excuse me, I'm taking a bite of steak. No, 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 no. Please, enjoy your meal. You have absolutely deserved it. Oh, you, mm. do, you don't you don't have the Pat McAfee suit, tuxedo going with shorts? Please, no. Please, no. <laughs> He's going to look back on those pictures in 15 years and be like, what a fucking shotch I was on my wedding day. Like, come mm-hmm. on. You he wasn't shotch. It, well, he, he he is, but uh, he's a I punter. Mean, he, he's a, a punter. punter. He he's a punter, but I mean, when when it comes to in ring skills for somebody that is a punter, he didn't do too bad. I, I'm not gonna say like, oh my god, that was the greatest wrestling match ever, but in comparison, he just, just asked. Hey, just asked Trendon Holiday. He ain't a fuck. Just a fucking punter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen well, him level a, per, yeah. a person or two. So. Uh, well, I mean, he'd never sprayed to stick his head in, but, you know, the guy's got one move. If you Just try not to get kicked. Yeah, hit Don't stick. get punted. Hit stick, that's all. So I, I do have to ask, obviously you've been saying you want to shut down IWC, but now you're on top. Now you you, you are the playmaker. Uh, you are the champion of the organization. Uh, you can obviously look at everyone and say, hey, I can't make it. Hey, I can't make it. And you can go down as the longest reigning IWC champion. Granted, you love picking <coughs> people's asses, but uh, you can call the shots. You can make the rules. You, you you can do whatever you want. You guys are on top. Why shut it down when you're at the top of the mountain? Well, that's easy. When people go back in 10, 15, 20 years and looks at the history of the IWC, they're, they're, what do people always do? They go to, to the title holders. They go and look at that illust- you know that uh, illustrious list of people that's held that title. Am I right? Uh, I would agree. You got CM Punk all the way up to Dreamer and you know Pollock, Wardlow, Argos, uh, Shirley Doe, who held it longer than anybody. <clears throat> you have a lot of guys who's held that belt that mean something. And for the most part, a lot of the fans up there worship each and every one of those people. For better or for worse, they worship them. So in 10, 15 years, they're going to go, man, I love the IWC. Then they're going to look at that list, and then they're going to see my name. The people that hated me are going to see my name. And it's going to stick out to them because it's going to be the last name on that list forever. And for the people that love me, they're going to sit back and they're going to think about last Saturday night, and they're going to cherish it. They're going to be like, what a great night that was. And the people that hate me are going to cry they're going to whine they're going to get online and they're going to say mean things to me call me fat say i'm unattractive but i've banged hotter women in my you know when i wasn't even a part of the business than they've ever probably talked to i've got the balls to do what i say i'm going to do if i see a hot chick i walk up and i talk to her you know why because i ain't scared of shit most of those fans are afraid to even talk to their own mother i despise the fans that want to sit back and critique my profession like they know better because they paid a $15 ticket to sit in the crowd. So they're going to go and go, oh my God, this guy sucks at this. It's just like saying, you know, a team in the NFL or a championship team sucks. You know, people will say, oh, I hate the Steelers. They suck. No, they don't. They've won six Super Bowls. All oh, the Patriots, they suck. Oh, no, they don't. You don't know anything. And if you knew anything, you would probably go out and try to find yourself a hobby. But none of you guys any hobbies that matter. Your hobbies are get online, be private, put a picture of like a, a Muppet on there, and then go proceed to talk trash to somebody because you know they're not there to whoop your ass. I want to make their life miserable. I want their enjoyment to be over with because I hate them. I hate them with all my heart. Just as much as I hate my wife, Linda Jane, I hate her guts. So at this point, you want to be the last known IWC heavyweight champion of all time. And even if it 
comes to shutting down the organization, that's how you're going to leave your mark. So that way, when they click on the previous champions or champions of IWC, that first name that they're going to see as most recent will always say Jock Sampson. We'll always say Jock Sampson for now on eternity. No matter what happens, you can't take this away from me. You can't. Well, I would have to say that it, it is long, long, long overdue. And with every single person that we've had on the show, too, when we ask them, hey, who, who are some individuals that you that you look up to? That you and it, there, There's multiple different ways that we word the question, but there's one name continuously that is brought up on our show. I, I think he's the most referenced name on the show, Dave. Am I wrong or am I wrong? You may be wrong. I am wrong. <laughs> no, I know I'm not wrong. Because almost every single person that we've had on the show says, Jock Sampson, Jock Sampson, That's Jock true. Sampson, no, Jock Sampson. Every single person that we ask that question to, Jock Sampson. Oh, I don't know if you've heard of this guy. His name is Jock Sampson. Yeah, we fucking heard of him. And now he is the last IWC champion in history, and he is the current champion right now and will always be the champion in our hearts. And I fucking marked out. On Saturday, I know you did too. You might not have seemed like you did because you were trying to be quiet. You didn't want to wake up your girlfriend. That's yeah, fine, but I, I fucking ran around the blocks with pots and pans. So uh, let let's party it let's, up. Right let's now. be honest. You can't run. I can run, like, just not well or fast or well, long. If you ever need if you ever need tips on sprinting, I'm sure Andrew Palace has got a side gig teaching kids how to sprint. That's very true. So hmm. what they do, you know, I, you know, if you really think about it, I am the most unlikely IWC champion to everyone else that doesn't believe in Jock Sampson. There's no one in the world that believes more in me than me. I have more self-confidence in my little finger than most people have in their entire bodies. I'm the most self-confident human being that you will ever, ever meet. I never get sad. I never get depressed. I go straight forward, and I'm constantly, I'm business, 24-7. I'm business, I like to drink, I like to talk to women. That's me. I am the ultimate male. I am living the dream. And I'm going to be the guy that shuts down IWC. And then forever, I'm going to be known as the best wrestler in Pittsburgh. Because that's if you're the IWC champion, that's what you are. Let's face it. It is the best company in Pittsburgh. And after I shut it down, you know, there's going to be a lot of good wrestling promotions, but they're never going to be IWC. And they're never going to, they're not going to ever have anyone that will ever be as good as I am. I will ever be, be, be forever be known as the greatest wrestler of all time in the city of Pittsburgh. And I'm not even from Western Pennsylvania. That's the best part. I'm in the great state of Ohio. Damn right. You know, I'm from Appalachia, Ohio. I live in a town. I live in a town right now called Little Hockey, Ohio, that has 234 people in it. I'm a small town guy. I actually mow my own yard, and I know a lot of the wrestlers out there. They live in apartments. They don't know what an honest day's work is because, like, I wake up in the morning and I do yard work. I don't have a real job. Pro wrestling's my job. I'm not cutting people's hair. I'm not posting job at somebody's gas station. Pro wrestling is my profession. But when I'm home, you know, I'm out there with my family, you know, doing, you know, uh, partaking the cornfields and working on, you know, in the barn. And then I'm taking care of my stuff in my house because I'm, you know, there's more to Jock Sampson just pro, pro wrestling, but it's a pretty big part of it. But I am the ultimate guy. I'm, I'm a blue collar guy. I've earned everything that I've got. I wasn't given opportunities. Jack Pollock got in that match. He lost two straight matches. But yet it makes him the number one contender. I don't get that. And there's, I was I was probably the main reason that I was the maddest. Is how did Jack Pollock get in that match, losing two straight matches? Does the team who lose two straight matches ever make the Super Bowl or two games in a row? No, never. You don't get to play for a championship if you lose two straight. No. Yeah, you. No. You have valid points. Oh no. The you... only match I've lost in the last whatever you know few months was because. Justin Plummer attacks me. The referee, uh, Bobby Williams, attacks me. You know, Andy Palace hits me with my cowbell. I know it was a no-disqualification match, but they want to preach law and order all the time, But in, unless and to it suits them. Well, so was just out of curiosity, was uh, the individuals that you just mentioned, did they do the same to your opponent? 
No, of absolutely not. not. Of course not. I call collusion. You have the championship. You are the pro wrestling Thanos. We've been preaching it since it happened. I think it's been referenced every single week that even when the cards came out for all the events, we literally yelled out, where the fuck is Jock Sampson's opportunity? He got he got screwed. Am I wrong or am I wrong? You may be wrong. You are not. You are. No, I'm not. I know I'm not wrong because I was here. Sorry, I got a, I got a baked potato in my mouth. No, you're completely fine. We're going to let you go back to your celebration. We're going to let you go back to your 16 beers. We're, we're going to let you get enough rest for that drive to Harrisburg on Saturday. Dude, well, long drive from here, Appalachia, Ohio, yeah. from the 740. From the 740. You got quite the hike for you, so... At this time, we're just going to let you go. Enjoy your time. Thank you for being IWC's champion and pro wrestling's Thanos, Mr. Jock Sampson. It's good to be the best wrestler in Pittsburgh, and I appreciate any. I appreciate you guys. And and a lot of people might think that I'm against fans. No, I'm I'm against people who um, don't enjoy you know proper wrestling. You guys appreciate wrestling, and you appreciate good wrestling. You're just not appreciating the guys that will go out to the merch table and kiss your ass and act fake to your face because you want to buy them a t-shirt. My, I'm easy. You, you know, I don't ever go out to the merch table. I don't go out there. Uh, I have people to sell my stuff for me because I'm too busy stretching, getting ready for all my bouts. But I'm never fake. I am the real deal. You know, if I don't like you, I'll tell you to fuck off to your face. I'm a man's man, and it's great to be me. And I'm glad I got to talk to you guys because I've been aggravated. I've been, you know, I've been mean to get a bunch of crap off my chest. And I feel wonderful right now. The Reds have got a one one nothing lead over the Pirates in, in the seventh. You know, Linda's left me alone. I'm eating two steaks, baked potato. I've got some beer. You know, I'm sure if I make a right phone call, I've got some, some women over here. Um, life is good in my house, and I appreciate you guys for all you do for the regulators, for jock Sampson, and if you guys want to do yourself a favor man you guys need to get david lawless on your show you need to get lieutenant dan on the show larusso you need to get uh mean you know my man dapper don the muscle of the regulars you need to talk to all of them they've they've got a lot to say and they've been overlooked just like jock Sampson was because they don't do backflips they don't do planches oh no we had an at yeah. we, we had an at length conversation about Lawless last week on our episode. So uh, a lot of things we didn't even know that he, he is associated with. So trust me, the regulators are, are on our radar. Is there anything else that you would like to say to the fans of IWC before we let you go? Um, for all the people that love me, thank you for your support. I do have a T-shirt store. Um, look on my Facebook page. Uh, you can get one online because... We won't be doing it, and I appreciate each and every one of you. For all you people that hate me, I hope this hurts. I hope this burns. I hope you never enjoy wrestling again because you've never enjoyed it in the first place. Because if you did, you would sit there, you would clap for someone you hate, you would boo someone you you hate, but you need to stop making the goddamn show about you because it's not about you. And I'm for the, for the, for the little guy. So... If I ruin their day, if I ruin their week, if I ruin last Saturday night for them, good. I hope they, they, they can kiss my ass. So uh, with that being said, thanks, guys. I'm going to enjoy this steak and the Reds. And uh, God bless you. If you ever need anything, you feel free to call me. And any of my fans need anything, you, you hit me up. I'm here for my fans. I appreciate my fans. So and they've done more for me than, than I could imagine. So thanks, guys. Uh, just check me out. Appreciate it. So do you truly see IWC closing its doors? Hey, if he gets if he gets to the governor's you know mansion. Uh, I think he he's definitely got a plan in place. He's got, he's going to wear sleeves. I, I I don't think I've ever seen Jock Sampson in sleeves. I I think it's been the dead of winter and I've seen him out at bars in in t-shirts but, that but, don't have sleeves. But let's but let's talk about a couple of things about this. Okay. So he walked away from the rest of his regulator brethren, right? Yes. He then said he is going to get a tux. Yes. And drive to Harrisburg. Yes. With timepiece. Yes. Something still seems wrong here. I, I they're just friends. 
and I think he made it abundantly clear. You just split the tolls, yeah. But I know, I get I, I'm liking where this is. If I if I can if I may, may I? I if guess. I may, I'm I'm seeing something brewing here where it's going to be a team big league regulators, and I'm not going to say it's going to be them teaming up. I see a little bit of a, a little bit of a feud going here. I, I do he I do see something that could potentially spark from here. Now, granted, we can talk to Elijah Dean. He's going to say, yeah, no, 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 that's fine. They're friends. But I, I just think some jealousy is going to come into play. Yep. And what's going to happen from there? So at this point, it's all about the Benjamins. It's baby. all about the Benjamins. It's all about the Benjamins. But I, I see something brewing from there. Obviously, we're going to have to see what happens following feature presentation. But we have our predictions. We, we've discussed them previously. You actually have to go back and take a look and discuss them because this is a rescheduled event. Mm. And, th- and there's only one way that you're going to see it, and that's at the Brownsville Drive-In this Saturday night and also on the IWC Network as well. Maybe if you afternoon. haven't subscribed. What? Maybe afternoon, not night. Yeah, it's 1 o'clock. Yeah, you're right. It's a 1 o'clock start. So log on to the IWC Network. Catch all the action if you can't make it out to Brownsville. That's going to do it for this week's episode. Be sure to subscribe if you haven't done so already. Head on over to whatamaneuver.net. Grab one of our Nitro DMP t-shirts. Send us a picture with you wearing it. Get a shout-out from not only us, but also What a Maneuver themselves as well. But that's going to do it for us. Everyone have a great weekend. Safe travels to you, and we will see you next week.